Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is July 30th, and we are back with another review of a Marvel property, the rest of Secret Invasions, episodes four, five, and six. So here, I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested because honestly, the last three episodes were way shorter than the rest of the season. So, what I would like to know is y'all's whelming on the last part of the season, and then a whelming of the season overall. Okay. Um, for the last part, I mean, honestly, mine is about the same for both and it's just whelmed okay i um it's a show and it's a marvel <laughs> like that's uh you know it's it's there and it's i mean don't don't go into it expecting a marvel show that's i don't feel like that's what it was really <laughs> but it so. still whelmed you yeah i mean because like I, I, it was moving pictures, I guess, is what Jeremy's saying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> still entertained him that way. I mean, I, I'm still like, I'm not full Eeyore yet. I'm only like full Eeyore. <laughs> full Eeyore. I'm getting there. I haven't. I haven't. I, my house hasn't felt fell down yet no. my, that I've built. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's honestly, that's really interesting to me. Um, Richard, what is your whelming on this? Oh my god, um, it's it's below underly whelmed. <laughs> this this is a bad, bad series, plain and simple. <laughs> this uh, it was it's been it's been poorly written, poorly acted, poorly produced, poorly edited, and the CGI is even bad as well. Like. So many, like, it's now the new hot thing to, like, hate the MCU. But to me, this is the first time, like, the other stuff has been middling to okay. This is the first thing that's just been bad. And I'm like, oh, no. This makes me feel worried for the MCU now. Um, I, I, I hate this series. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, then. Let's. I know we're going to dive into like each episode and stuff like that, but I am curious to know, like, like, like in my head, as far as like the story goes and stuff like that, like I know what, if I was to rewrite it or whatever the case is, like, I know what I would take out. Cause I feel like I know to me, that's what bogged it down for me. But like for you, what was it for you that like made you hate this so much? Uh, well, one Vara, I don't, I do not give two <laughs> shits about Fury's wife. Like, th this show should not have been called Secret Invasion. It should have been called Fury's Marriage Counseling. Like, that's what it was. Like, when, when yeah. this, I'm skipping ahead, but when, the way this series ends, I was like, they are not about to end it this way. And they did. And I, I literally laughed out loud. I was like, oh my God, what a bad series. What a bad show. What a horribly written show. And that, anyway, the editing, that last bit of the edit, like of the show where we see people killing scrolls and people killing who they think are scrolls. Like, what was that? And 
like what I'm getting at is I know what it was about, but I'm saying like, why throw that in there then? And yeah, I have yeah. a, I have a whole section written to series as a whole and what they should have done. And yeah. So, okay. Then. What, what I think the way this show should have started out, and I'm sorry if you want to go to this differently, but wait, wait, okay. wait, 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 we, we, we still haven't gotten uh, Michael's okay. well. Yeah, that's this. true. That's true. I'll, I'll, <laughs> sorry. I'm very passionate about how much I hate this yeah, series. I was going to say, before this train really gets a rolling, we need to like, yes, you're right. Before you're right. it gets too much momentum. <laughs> Bro, I'm sitting in the truck car just waiting. I'm like Fury, man. I got the, I got the cabin all to myself. I'm just sitting back, just waiting. I, I'm just rolling with it. That's fine. Uh, for me, the, the back half of the series, I was actually pleasantly whelmed with more so than I was the front end. Way more action, way more excitement, way more things going on. And then as far as the series as a whole, I was like whelmed with it. And I only go with whelmed only because of like, I know the thing, like I think in my head, if it would play out a certain way, then like, I think they had a good story. But the other stories kind of like overtook the actual, what was supposed to be the main story of this show. Kind of like what, what, like actually, what exactly what Richard's talking about? Like this whole Fury Vara story that that shouldn't like. First of all, I don't think it should have been in there either at all. Yeah, no. and secondly, it should not have taken precedent the way it did throughout the entire yeah. series. Well, that's kind of to me like what I was trying to say as far as like don't expect it to be a Marvel show because I, I was actually talking to my wife about it a little bit, like because there was no. Whenever I think of a Marvel movie or a Marvel show, like I'm not, it's not some romance novel or something to go read. <laughs> like, so well, that's so I disagree. You can have a romance, but like, this is Secret Evasion ain't the place to do it. Like, yeah. it, it's supposed to, like, not to mention they advertised it as a spy thriller, yeah. not a, not a yeah. like drama. And, that was the problem from the get-go. Like when they, I was like, okay, cool. They mentioned Fury has a wife. He's mentioned before they had a wife. Okay, they're tying that little knot. But then she kept coming back and there was this whole like, you know, while you were away, I had to find out who the person I was. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't. Like, I, I don't want to be mean, but like, I don't care. I wanted, I wanted Okay, I, I, this is what you should have done. I'm just getting into it, and then I can. I'm blowing my load, and then I can let everything else go. Uh, you, th this show should have started out the way the show ended, where, like, I think it should have been either the British Prime Minister or a some sort of high up government official, not the President of the United States, but just somebody high up that dies. And he doesn't die because they were assassinated or killed or anything. It's like a whatever freak car accident. And they turn into a scroll. And then the, the government of that country, I say use the UK since we got Sonia Falseworth and all that stuff. They freak out. They're like, how the fuck did this alien invade our government? And we didn't even know. So now there's this huge outcry from the public. And we see what we saw at the end of this series where people like, think they know who a scroll is and they shoot them and sometimes they're right and sometimes they're not. And then that leads to Talos. His wife gets killed due to this. Someone figures out that she's a scroll, they kill her. 
This is now Talos' motivation, and he is now the villain of our story. Fuck Gravik. Get him out of here. He's dumb. His motivations are dumb. Like, I'm sorry, but like, he's like, you used me. You, you know, you pimped us out. I'm like, he did it to everybody, Gravik. Like, everybody yeah. has beef with him. It's, you're not the only person. Like, you think you're the only person that he's used? And that's the other issue with this show is Fury doesn't learn a lesson. There's no arc for Fury here. He's learned that I can fuck people over for 30 years and have no consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so it's so badly written. But anyway, so we make Talos the villain. I think you should, you know, he he comes like Fury comes down when he hears about Talos's wife dying, like he does in the show. He goes to Talos. Talos, this is before he kind of reveals that he is like the villain. Yet we see we're, as the show goes on, we're going to see Talos become that villain. I think it's more intriguing. We've seen them have history before in Captain Marvel. I was pausing for the woo, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I was like, like my, my headset messed up and I was like fixing it and I missed, dang it. But, uh, Fury goes to Talos that you see that they're still good friends, but Talos has beef with him now. He's like, look, you promised us a new planet. It's been 30 fucking years, man. And my wife died helping you and you've given us nothing, man. So anyway, that 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 like, you know, get Talos gets worked up. And then Talos now gets the idea from that dead scroll that has caused all this panic. You know what? I'm gonna take one of the most powerful forms of uh of official in the world. I'm taking the US president. It echoes kind of what happened in the old like 70s comic book where they you know, replaced Nixon, if you will. Uh So it's a callback to that. The start of this story kind of echoes what happens from the Secret Invasion comic book where it's revealed that Elektra is a scroll. Like, it's not hard. I thought about this literally, like, today. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, by, like, the third episode, I think you should reveal that Maria Hill is a scroll because we need to have Fury be on his toes where he is like, holy fuck, I do not know who to trust at this point. My right-hand man has been a scroll this in, for, for God knows how long. I don't know how long, but it's she's a scroll now, and I have no idea. This could be seen as a cop-out, but you could eventually say that you know she's in a fracking pod like what they did with the other people. But what I'm saying is, is that you gotta have Fury question everybody. Also, the viewer. None of that happened in this series. None of that. Uh, And then, honestly, like, I didn't have enough time to, you know, write an entire series, but my big reveal (laughs) at the end of this show would have been when Talos and Fury are facing off. Fury admits to him, I found you a planet. But he got eaten by this big purple motherfucker is what what Michael (laughs) gave me the idea. And that, that happens in the comics. That's why scrolls invade Earth to begin with in Secret Invasion. And what I'm getting at is they do this with the movies as well, is they do slight changes, but they're like callbacks to what happens in the comic. Yeah. And you could easily do that. You could show like a silhouette of Galactus or a big fucking hand, whatever, grabbing the planet, whatever you want to do. And it would have fanboys like me and other people being like, oh shit, it's Galactus. 
and Galactus doesn't even have like when you sit there and make a call to Galactus, that doesn't even have to be in like our galaxy. Yeah, like that can be totally because they have the jump technology now that the Guardians have. So it do, you could have that way, way out there, Morty, <laughs> way <laughs> out there. Yeah. Like, so yeah, you could do that, and and just somebody has taken a picture of it. Somebody's gotten some choppy video of it. Some some underwater giant yeah. cracking video. Well, make, make it like, be. Make it be <laughs> like. Uh, I can't think of her name. Carol Danvers. She's out there and Ooh. she she's out there and she discovers it and then yeah. it gets yeah. eaten. Or they're like, yeah. what the hell happened? This planet was here. Now it's gone. It looks like it's been eaten. You know, it's got a big yeah. bite out of it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but get rid of the Super Scroll stuff. I like Super Scrolls, but the way they did it and handled it, they have broken the MCU. They have broken it. And we'll get into that when we talk about it. <laughs> Um, this whole series broke the MCU for me. Like, anyway, and I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, that's crazy that six episodes of a show broke it for you. Well, okay, so articles have come out. Scrody, uh, that's what I'm calling him. Scroll Rody was a scroll. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's, a, that's a terrible name. I know. I like it. Uh, by the way, scroll. All right, there we go. We got one. Um, when Rhodey was taken, the director who uh, has come out and said that it was during Civil War when he was taken, right after he broke his legs, which is why we see him in that hospital gown. It's the same hospital gown that you see him when he's getting like the MRI scan. Um, and you see he can't, like, he has to be aided to walk. Yeah. So it undermines every single scene of Rhodey after Civil War, including the heartfelt one where he says goodbye to Tony. So Yeah, I mean, I know, I hear, I see what you're saying. And it's, Jeremy's that, thinking. But, like, to me, what? that is just the other thing that really breaks it to me. The, that is just the the little tip of the iceberg. To me, Gaia breaks the MCU now. Yeah. Like she's now yeah. the most powerful being in the Marvel universe. She has everybody's powers. Right. Like, and yeah. she has like all of the hard hitters, which we'll get into that. I have the whole list of all of them, which some of them I'm like, that's redundant. Why why did you have both of those? But anyway. <laughs> well, two of them, I was like, where the fuck were they during all that? Which ones are those? Ghosts. And yeah. abomination. Well, they I was wondering that as well. Ghost is technically a agent of Shield that went rogue. So they could have just had her DNA on file from the get-go. Right. But the whole point of the harvest, as we get into that episode though, is that like it's supposed to be the blood of Avengers spilled during the Battle of Earth. Not only Avengers though, but like we find out it's pretty much the Black Order, Thanos, yeah. which their minions, things like that. But Ghost, I don't think, was there. No, Ghost was not there. But that's what I'm saying is he just threw in DNA from Ghost because they had it. Um, but uh, also, uh, Ebony Maul wasn't there. He was dead in space. The only fight that he lost blood in was right on the streets when um, Doctor Strange threw something at him. He wasn't at the... No, he was dead. He died in space, what? remember? Yeah. Well, I know the first time he died in space in did they Infinity bring, War. Oh, did they bring him back through the in time Endgame, travel? But in Endgame... Did they bring him back through the time travel? I was going to say, I don't, I don't remember him dying in... 
I don't remember him dying in the end game, honestly. So like, yeah. but I don't remember much of them. I don't remember much of the Black Order dying. So I don't yeah. know what happened to Ebony Maw. The only one I see, uh, uh, I know Cole Obsidian was on the ground. Cole Obsidian gets squished by like Ant Man or something. I know that during and then Proxima Midnight. Yeah, she, she was there because Scarlet Wish faced off with her. But that was in that was in um. No, Infinity that's right. War. That was in Infinity War. Yeah. I don't know where she was. And Corvus Glaive got stabbed by his own glaive. Can can we sit there and say, well, that was Infinity War 2? No, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It happened in Infinity oh. War. Can, can we just go ahead and say Corvus Glaive is probably the worst member of the Black Order while we're here talking about it right now. Like <laughs> the absolute positively worst member of the Black Order. I think he's the coolest one, at least in the comics. But why is he uh, like, why, what's your reasoning? As far as the MCU goes, because if you sit there and you remember Infinity War, it was Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight that were sitting there trying to jump Vision and Scarlet Witch. And Corvus Glaive gets hurt there. Mm -hmm. And then turn around, they go on the War of Wakanda. Then they sit there and break into... Corvus Glaive is the one that breaks in and he fights Vision again. And then winds up getting stabbed again. I'm just saying, Corvus Glaive is the absolute worst of the Black Order. Yeah. The uh, and, and I think in the comics, it's he can't like all of them can't die, which is why they're like, like uh, servants right. of Thanos because supposedly Thanos is the one that's going to grant them death. Um, and Corvus Glaive, uh, I think every time he dies, he the staff like brings him back in the comics, which I thought they were doing because he got stabbed in the like you said in the first part. Anyway, we're we're talking about Endgame <laughs> or Infinity War. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the other thing too is Ebony Maul, when when Gravik uses Ebony Maul's abilities, he has his rings. And I'm like, rings aren't part of DNA. Why Why did they do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I didn't notice that, but that's funny. All right. I'm going to try and get back on the rails here real quick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I feel better now that I got that out of my system. <laughs> oh, that guy. Sorry, I was looking up like who these people were. <laughs> who? The only, Black Order? Yeah, yeah. The only order I know is the Order of the Phoenix. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was before I became a started becoming a, a comic nerd, I guess. I was gonna say, don't say just nerd in general, because I mean <laughs> Harry yeah. Potter's pretty nerdy. Yeah. It's very nerdy. <laughs> all right let's go episode four titled beloved gaia is alive and a super scroll Rhodey is a scroll and gives priscilla an ultimatum fury and priscilla need marriage counseling the president's motorcade is attacked his life and talos is in fury's hands that's my summary yeah that's that about it i'm just saying i enjoyed this episode once it finally started going and it was like at the motorcade, like that's like at that point right there, it seemed like the 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 TV show finally got going for me. So it took freaking three and a half, like three and three quarters of the season for it to actually start going for me. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I I will agree that this episode is probably the best episode. Um, to me, it comes back to a screeching halt. Though <laughs> so, I, I I take that back. Because this is the episode, yeah, this is the marriage counseling episode. Never mind. I don't yeah. like this episode either. 
Yeah, no, episode five is probably the best for me. I love, that's probably my favorite out of this entire series. And it's all because of Sonya Falsworth, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's great. Like, I. Hello, Skrulls. Like, <laughs> she's, like, I, I don't know. Like, she's the best thing about this series. Yes. And she's, no, like, I highly, her uh, the actress's name is Olivia Coleman. At the end of the series, I'm like, I don't think we'll ever hear from Olivia Coleman and Amelia Clark ever again for the MCU. Oh, I just think no. it's a waste. I, I, That's I, a waste. I really do because I think they're like, we don't know what we're going to do with these characters. Now, I have a, a theory or I have an idea what you could do, and I'll get to that whenever we get to it. But anyway, yeah, she's she's great again. I was going to say, surely Olivia Coleman, like, surely she'll come back. I, got, I know what they can do with her. That's easy. Guy, on the other hand, that's that's clusterfuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, so my notes were like, I love the conversation between Rhodey and Fury when they're sitting there like drinking the liquor and stuff like that. And he's like, there's scrolls like everywhere pretty much. As close as me and you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That cracked me up. I put a uh, great action at the end and I thought it had good CGI, at least in that one. Now there's, there's, don't get me wrong. Like as, as we get further along in this, this, this review here, there's one arm in particular where I'm like, uh, excuse me. Uh, what the fuck are y'all doing there? <laughs> <laughs> That's what everyone keeps talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looked bad. I don't understand why they didn't just make it oversized because they tried to make, because it's the spoilers for our listeners. It's the Amelia Clark flexing Drex, uh, Drex, Drax's arm. Yes. And they make the hand and wrist, like the forearm, like her size, like Amelia Clark. Right. She's, oh, yeah. she's a nugget, man. She's like a tiny little person. <laughs> and, um, but then they give like Dave Batista's bicep on it and it looks goofy as hell. Like, yeah. <laughs> make it just Dave Batista's arm. It's like, cause right. at one point, they used the Hulk arm, and the Hulk arm is way oversized compared to the rest of their body. And it look, yeah. I, mean, I know that it was like Fury that was doing it, but still oversized for him. Like, yeah. And it looked fine. It looked good to me. Yeah. I, I had no beast with that. Well, uh, I mean, like, I want to say, like, comic book Super Scroll, when he turns, like, when he makes like a thing hand, it's like oversized. It's not like proportionate to his body. Right. Um, yeah. So that was my thing. I was like, why? I don't like, anyway, back to episode four. <laughs> I thought it was funny since you were mentioning, uh, Scrody. I, I, uh, I think it's funny that she's like a, a, a WWE fan. Like she was talking about, like when she's talking with Vara in the church and he says something like, you know, like, oh, yeah, I know I was the one that fired. Like, I DDT'd that guy off the top <laughs> ring or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I'm talking like real Undertaker level shit or something like that. Yeah. I was like, wow, he's really, or she, because it's a female scroll, but I was like, she's really into wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, and now I'll, I'll echo too on the Sonya Falsworth, like, whenever she was in there, uh, my, my wife hadn't, like, she was kind of in and out on the, the first three episodes and she was watching these last ones with more with me. And I was just, just laughing at it. And I was telling her that like how much I enjoyed Sonya, even like in the first half of it, like she, and I had said this off podcast and, but to me, Sonya Faltsworth is more of what Nick Fury should be 
as opposed to what Nick Fury is in this this series. And uh, and she's just, I, I just, I love how just quick witted and just she doesn't care kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree with the Nick Fury thing. They to me they quote unquote character assassinated Nick Fury, which. <laughs> Like, Nick yeah. in the comics is morally gray. Like, he's this morally gray guy. Like, he'll do uh, bad things for good reasons, or he'll do, you know, good things for bad reasons, if you will. Um, the MCU Fury is pretty much a good guy. Um, there's a few things with, like, the Tesseract but around the first Avengers, which made me think they were going to do, like, comic book Nick Fury. And even when, in the last episode, before it's revealed that uh, it's... Um, Amelia Clark's character Gaia imposing uh, as Nick Fury when he gives the vial to Gravik and is like here I'm giving it to you on one condition you you leave Earth alone and you whatever take over some other damn planet just not here just go the hell get the hell away from here I was like okay that's that's a very Nick Fury thing like that's really fucked up but that's something that he would do um, and then of course it's revealed it's Gaia so yeah I agree that like this Nick Fury is like a weird like and that's the other thing the whole like get rid of this you're old you're outdated you know kind of Nick Fury like I don't want to see that I don't I don't get what the director and writers were trying like the story they were trying to tell here other than like Nick Fury has problems with his wife (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I, I mean like I don't know there was I was getting tired of the whole being old or, you know, like you said, outdated and slow or whatever. And I, I, don't, I don't know if it's just their way of preparing you saying like, Oh, peace, his, you know, his reactions and everything are getting a little bit slower. So yeah, be ready. He might not be around much longer. Yeah. And this would have been a perfect time to do that. Send him out on a high, like say he, whatever he dies at the end of this and Maria Hill takes over like she does in the comics. Poor Colby Smulders. Um, right. It was a terrible ending for her. Yeah. Well, I will say this. It was a funny quote. I can't claim I came up with this. It was on Reddit, I saw. And it was like, the devil works hard, but Colby Smulder's agent works even harder. Because every single credit, <laughs> at the first credit rolled at the end of every episode is special guest starring Colby Smulders. Because they figured out a way to play that clip of her being shot in every single episode. And I guess it's to get that money, get that Marvel money since she's gone. <laughs> fucking waste. Yeah. We, we talk about Amelia Clark being a waste. That, that character yeah. in general, like, and it's not the actor's fault. Like, just the way Marvel did that character in general was a fucking waste. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I still enjoyed Maria Hill too, though. Like, I, I mean, I thought, I, I don't obviously don't know all her background in the comic book, but I mean, just what she, what parts she did have, I, I enjoyed her, and I thought that it would be great to have her as the the next Nick Fury, basically. They're, they're like, I know last time I said something about you know nobody gives a shit about Maria Hill. You look at the, the way the comic book sales and stuff like that, and like nobody cares. Like that's one of the ones in the Marvel MCU. And then I was like, oh, but wait, there's Agent Ross. Nobody really gives a shit about him. Like, he's at the absolute, like, nobody, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, no one cares. But then, but then, in a later episode that we're going to talk about, they really did bring out the one that nobody, absolutely nobody (laughs) gives a fuck about. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, because whenever they, they 
showed him. I was like, hey, there's that guy. I don't know his name, but there's that guy. You knew it? Yeah. Why? All right, fuck it. Yeah. I, I, I was, yeah. I wrote, I went, oh, look, this is this is Secret Invasion's biggest cameo. Rick Mason, the the MCU version of, hey, look, it's that guy. That's literally what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nobody gives a fuck about Rick Mason. Yeah. Absolute, yeah, fuck I, about him. I, I, I did, I did the same thing to Jeremy when I was watching that live. I was watching, and I was like, "Hey, it's that guy." And my wife was like, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had to explain to her. I was like, "Remember that guy that was in Black Widow?" And she was like. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, it's a really shitty cameo. I don't know why they even did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a really because you don't see him anywhere else in this whole series. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, okay, so who had his skin? Like, what? I mean, <laughs> it uh. was a very Agents of Shield move. Like, that's the kind of thing Agents of Shield would have done to try and stay relevant to what's going on in the yeah. MCU whenever they were actually part of it and stuff like that. So. Yeah, this show screamed like the Netflix Daredevil and Agents of Shield of like dancing around, like referencing the MCU. You know what I have, you know what I mean? When they never really called like the Battle for New York, the Battle for for New York, they just called it the incident in Netflix. Yeah. And they never called yeah. it the Hulk. They just said that green guy and stuff like that. Yeah. This I I can't I didn't write down like a specific example, but there's these last three episodes, there was something that happened that was very much like that. I was like, what are you doing? This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all got anything else for episode four? I, I do just because it, and they're just real quick, dumb things. Uh, Jeremy mentioned like, you know, Nick Fury getting old, uh, a.k.a. Sam Jackson getting old. Um, at 29 minutes, 45 seconds, you can see him do an old man run. I, I just was like, right before that scene, you see them actually use a body double and he's like hauling butt, but then you see actual Sam Jackson. And I was just like, oh, that looks real bad. Um, the other note <laughs> Does I had it look is... like the ne- Liam Neeson run that you were talking about here? Yes, yes. A few uh, podcasts ago? Yes, I'll, 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 I'll show a clip of it later to y'all. <laughs> um... Also, it was like, looks like Ben Mendelsohn actually did have to put on the prosthetics at least once, which I guess he pulled a Harrison Ford and was like, I'll do it only once, but then you got to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) That, uh. And then the last thing was just a dumb joke. Uh, When Gravit gets shot in the face and the extremist like repairs it, I I wrote down G1000. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, on to episode five then. Yep. Yep. Titled Harvest. All right. My synopsis of this is the president is in critical condition. Guy and Priscilla defend a home, a secret home invasion. Ha! See what I did there? Sonya and Fury take one. <laughs> take a trip to Fury's grave. To retrieve a vial that baffles me why it even exists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was really not much going on in this episode. Just kind of a bit here or there. <laughs> this was my favorite episode. 
My abs- like I think every episode in this series should have been like this. Yeah. Every one of them. It should have had the action that this one had. It should have had the the suspense that this one had of what was going to happen and where and stuff like that. The surprises of Nick coming out of nowhere, putting a gun up to Rhodey's head and stuff like that. The humor of Sonya Falseworth and how she did things. Like every freaking episode should have had stuff like this. Yeah. This de- this this definitely had the most interesting stuff happening into it. <laughs> it ended poorly, like the episode ended poorly, but um I I thought for the most part it was interesting. My first note though was what a dumb and lazy way to make Gravik the villain. Like where he just kills his subordinates and then slits Beto's throat in front of the like Beto's like you're a monster. So what does Gravik do to prove them wrong? He just slits his throat. Like I was like, what a dumb way to write a villain. Just like, uh, and this, once again, we we talk about this, but the show screams of like, we only had six episodes, but then again, you also like, they said like, this is a slow burn. It was a no burn. But anyway, you could have used that time to build up graphic being a villain. And I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's bad. It's real bad to me. <laughs> My my first note was strange how Gravik never shows his natural form. You know, y'all were saying something about how, like, basically one episode in, and he they put the prosthetics on him, and that's it. Like, he's all about freaking Skrullos and everything else, and like, but it's not like I guess it's when it starts to show you like he's not actually for the scrolls and stuff like that. He's more just out for, it's, it's just a vendetta against Fury. Yeah, that's all yeah. it really boils down to. Well, I think also it's just to save on the budget for the special effects is because like they use that oh, line yes. of like, oh, in New Scrollos, we wear our own skin. And then like 90% of them are just normal looking people, not <laughs> scrolls. And I was like, right, where's the own skin part? <laughs> right. Uh, I put speaking of, of him killing Pagan, I put never a good, never good when the leader wants the high ground. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying like it's. <laughs> oh, no. You've triggered some Star Wars fans. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, no, if they if they got the high ground, it's not you you better back away. Yeah. Better back away. Uh is Rose Guard deaf? Like, I, I just need to know. Do y'all think Rhodey's guard is deaf? Because Fury calls him a scroll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like right. And there. then Rose's response yeah. is like, if you want to call me out, and it's I mean, that guy's still there. Like my, yeah, I, that was the whole thing that was weird. They should have made the, even the security, like everyone around the president, like his security team, Rhodey, they're all scrolls because yes, like Rhodey's just talking in the back of the car on his phone with graphic mm-hmm. about their plan. And I'm like, does the driver <laughs> not go in like, what, what the fuck is good? Is, is he, is he plotting an assassination tip on, on the president? <laughs> like, because he just he literally tells says that uh what's the name is in the fourth car yeah so uh it's and these are just, they're just riding around in suburban so it's not like there's a like a divider window there or anything yeah, exactly <laughs> uh yeah they should have made all of his uh people scrolls but then you don't have that cool moment where sam jackson and I, i'm using like air quotes on cool moment where Sam Jackson breaks that security guard's arm in that, like, whatever, third or second episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, even when he's outing them. Yeah. 
I thought that was a cool line and coolly <laughs> delivered, but man, did he not back any of that up? <laughs> the oh yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it would it would have been much better for Fury just to been Fury and just, but maybe have met his match this time around. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, is, is Fury really going to be able to? You know, is he really that that many steps ahead? Yeah, I mean, you definitely don't want like that where the hero finds no like. Uh, it's uh, I'm trying to think of the word right now, but it's no like uphill battle for him. Everything just comes easily. Then that's not an yeah. interesting show. You definitely want like he has a struggle, um, which I think would be cool if like you still do like a secret invasion where like the the scrolls are like, no, we're taking over, and you'll never know who we are. And Fury's like, you'll oh shit, never see us <laughs> coming. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that would be really cool. Also, I I skipped over it, but one of my notes was uh, when Beto and them are trying to kill Gravik, they just put a bag over his head, which I was like, it's like a whatever, like a what you do in a, a a spy thriller, like a Jason Bourne movie or something. But I was like, dude is super strong. All he's got to do is just like rip that bag off and he's <laughs> fine. I was like, how does that even work? Okay, so first of all, with with this whole, all right, I, I, we've got we've got to talk about this this right here, all right? Because yes, he could have ripped the bag. Number one, number two, he could have even just attempted to take the bag off when he knocked everybody off of him. But did he do that? No, his hands were nowhere near his face trying to take the bag off. Mm-hmm. They were bound by his side. Number three, bro, with the knife is like six minutes too late. Okay, <laughs> they should have came. At, he should have been second guy up. All right, he missed his cue completely. And uh, good riddance because <laughs> just saying, you don't want that guy on your team, especially the one holding the knife. All right. With all that being said, how did they make extremists like uh, reliable or to where it wouldn't self like combust and all that other like that was a big thing with Iron Man three is that like it was mm-hmm. unstable. Yeah. So how'd they make it stable? And um, I had to, and then I completely forgot about it. So while y'all are thinking. Well, the, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Stark fixed, fixed, made it with a, in a cave with boxes. Sorry, I felt, <laughs> I felt like Obadiah when I said his name. Anyway, uh, he fixed extremists at the end of that movie for um, his wife. Killian uh, Pepper. Uh, Pepper, oh, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I, I, like I said, today is a great day. My memory is just going. Um, anyway, yeah, Pepper, he fixed it at the end. Okay. And I think he even used it on himself so they could take the metal yeah. out of him is what he was implying at the end of that movie. Okay. All right. Um, I still didn't remember my second part, so. <laughs> well, if you do, you can you can just butt in. Uh, one of the things I want to know is Rody, or excuse me, Scrody threatens <laughs> Uh, to like release the footage of him killing or, or of Gravik killing Maria Hill as Nick Fury. And he's like, the whole world's going to know. And I'm like, does the whole, like Nick Fury's supposed to be a spy. Maria's supposed to be a spy. Nobody should know who fucking Nick Fury and Maria Hill is. <laughs> that, like, yeah. oh, there's a guy killing a woman. Okay, cool. Like, I, I, like, I don't get that. I, I didn't get that as a threat. I didn't understand it. Someone help me understand. <laughs> or or basically, why would anybody give a fuck? Why would that be any different than any other murder that happens? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Because they don't know like if, if how how important these people are necessarily. Right. I mean, I guess it would be released on like 
Shield operative Nick Fury was well, like no videoed murdering his partner Maria. Hill, you know, other Shield operative Maria Hill. Blah, 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 blah. What he should have done, or like what they should have done when they were writing the the show, is make graphic when he detonates the bomb, he turns into Nick Fury, and then they have footage of Nick Fury blowing up Moscow, and that's the leverage that they use because that, regardless of of who Nick Fury is. They're like, oh, that dude tried to start World War III. He's a bad dude. Not like, oh, he killed this unnamed person I don't know about. <laughs> yeah, but that would automatically start World War III, would it not? Uh, not necessarily. Which is what they're going like, for anyway, so why not just start with that? Yeah, I mean, you could say that, like, they got the footage before, like, Russians could figure out who it was. Like the scrolls did. Oh, uh, I got you. But then you wouldn't have your special guest star there at the end. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, you're right. It's probably yeah, we have to we have uh Colby Smolder's agent to thank for that apparently. <laughs> Last thing I have is just what we've it's just what we've echoed before is that Sonya is amazing contribution <laughs> and a great shot because I'm just saying, like uh all those people on the the the, the home invasion that was going on, they yeah. were training to be stormtroopers. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Sonya over here is just very calm and cool, collective, and popping people in the head. You mean Rava? No, Sonya. Huh? She killed the. Uh, she scroll. killed the uh, the scroll. Hello, scrolls. Hello, scrolls. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking of uh, the the home invasion of when with Priscilla and Gaia there. Oh yeah, those those jack legs were the knife people almost. They were horrible at shots. Like I don't know what <laughs> yeah. they were training for because uh man, they 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 couldn't do anything. I don't even know why. Why did Gaia take any like why is she taking a bulletproof vest? I know. Because I, she has it, extremists. Well, like like I don't Okay, so my whole beef with that is Nick fucking Fury. It's Nick fucking Fury's home. We saw in Winter Soldier, he has a car. That has experimental tech. It can fly. It's got like really ridiculously good bulletproof glass. And it's got a built-in like minigun or whatever the hell that was in the center console. And he's got some kind of like laser hole cutter thing. In Avengers, we saw that S.H.I.E.L.D. had experimental tech where they used the destroyer and made like a ray gun out of it. It is very much Nick Fury from the comic books because Nick Fury is just a fucking guy. And when he has to face super people... He pulls out guns like the fucking mask. Like it's just guns on guns on guns. <laughs> and he, he blasts people away. So I was like, sweet. We're going to see some cool ass Nick Fury experimental weaponry in this movie. What do they pull out? Uh, a bulletproof backpack and some shotguns and a pistol. And I'm like, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> like, what the? It, I was just like, you couldn't at least make like an energy shield that like when whatever he got the technology when ross was in wakanda and it's like the energy shields that they use in wakanda and like some ray guns or something like that like it would have been so much cooler to see fury's house is like this fortress it doesn't look that way but under the like the surface it is like not to be reckoned with and we didn't get any of that yeah uh in fury's defense he did apologize to priscilla for not being there because she shouldn't have to protect herself. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, that really annoyed me. 
my point was like like what you're saying. He could if he really cared, he'd had the house yeah. freaking yeah. set up and oh, ready yes, to go. Yes. And wouldn't nobody even able to get close without it being like home alone, freaking Nick Fury style. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would see that would have been great though. Like <laughs> scrolls walk in, a laser grid opens up and just chops them in half or something. Like it was probably too gory for like Disney Plus, but like something, like whatever. They get electrified. Like it'd it would have been great been, if she'd walked over to like a thermostat or something like that and said, Hey Friday. Yeah. Like and then anything. you'd had like a, a a a Tony Stark call right then. Like Tony Stark made this for, for Fury or yeah. whatever the case is. And like it's all Stark tech that's in his house, and like it just it goes in this Home Alone that which would have been humorous and freaking all kinds of spy and been great. Yeah, I, like it would have been so cool. Um, the other note I had, yeah, I agree. Sonya Falseworth is great. I love that. Where you know the hello Skrulls, and then <laughs> and like they point a gun at her, and she's like, "Well, this is a clerical error." And, and and she's like, what are you talking about? My name's not, I forget what the guy's name is. And she's like, no, not you. The guy with the silencer pointed at the back of your head. I was just like, God damn, <laughs> Olivia Coleman is so charming in this damn show. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, great. even not only that, but the, you know, the base of your skull. But uh, when, when he finally feels it and she goes, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, she's great, man. She's great. Um, Feel the tip. <laughs> um, but the uh, yeah the the other note I have is Rick Mason, which we mentioned that. And then the last thing is I don't like the harvest in general because it makes Nick Fury out to be a like this entire series has made me hate Nick Fury now. Like I don't care. I think he's an asshole. Like <laughs> he l- learns no lesson here, and yeah, the the harvest is really like, dude, that's fucked up. Like, not only did you use these people, you're you were once again trying to plan something out for, like, in case the whatever I don't know the Avenger. It was almost like this was Nick Fury's Tower of Babel. I don't know if you've read that story, Michael, but uh, real quick synopsis: it's where it's revealed that Ra's al Ghul has stolen or stolen stolen the uh, contingency plans for the Justice League that Batman came up with in case they ever went rogue, and it has that same uh. sort of vibe where like this maybe was something Fury was doing in case he ever needed to like take down one of the bigger Avengers or something like that. But I don't know; it just comes off real dickish. As I said in my synopsis, um, a vial that baffles me why it even exists because, like, I don't, I don't under, I don't know what he's going to do with it. I don't know, like, why, like, what, what could you think of and be like, you know what? I may need these super people's blood one day. Clones. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the, We're start yeah. the clone saga. <laughs> like, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because Tom Holland was there, why did nobody have Spider-Man powers? Just saying. Um. Anyways, Jeremy, you were gonna say something. Well, and, and I'll just agree with you. Like where it just it makes him, he's not really like Nick Fury, and 
just he was even more of a dick because he left dirty clothes laying there in the graveyard. He just uh, just dropped them and left. I'm like, <laughs> I, think, I think that's not a real graveyard. I think what they're establishing in the comics, Nick Fury, especially in Secret Invasion, um, not the it was a, a tie-in, but the Nick Fury part of Secret Invasion. It's established that Nick Fury has all these fucking like shield safe yeah. houses hidden all over the the world. And I think that's what they were establishing is like everywhere there's a gravestone, it's actually a secret like safe house for Nick Fury. I could see that. Yeah. I think that like I think that part of my beef with this is that like talking about Nick Fury and basically like his coming back and all that kind of stuff, and like, you know, he's got his groove back shit. This that like we're still dealing with implications from the blip. Yeah. And like their time period is even like further into the future than we already are. Like, isn't it's like 2025, 26? Yeah. Is I, this is supposed to be. I, I want to say it's two years. Or I was about to say one year, but it's 2023, Richard. Uh, it's two years ahead of us now. It was like four or five, but because of COVID and everything, it's now like yeah. two. So. Why are we still dealing with this? Yeah, no, I agree. It I, has happened. Yeah, the, the, we've got to get over this. Yeah, well, no, I, I'm. I mean, it is something in real life that like people probably wouldn't get over because it's a very like <laughs> like I didn't even know aliens existed, and now all of a sudden one came down and fucking blipped me away, and I missed five years of my life, and now you know whatever my my wife and kids have moved on, moved on and mourned me, but now I'm back. Like, <laughs> right, um, right. I get that, but I agree as far as like the MCU telling stories, this is yet another one. Also, you just reminded me and I didn't put it down in my notes, but the joke from She-Hulk about this is yet another magic blood thing. What is up with them in magic blood? (laughs) (laughs) It's the new mind control. I'm just saying. Yeah, it really is. But yeah, no, I agree. Like in my revision of this series, get he doesn't need to be hung up over the blip kind of thing. Get that shit out of here. What's well, everybody? Gravic, Fury, Priscilla, like all of them are hung. The Talos, they're all hung up over the freaking blip still. And it's like, I understand, like in real life, that, yes, people would still, still probably be. But like, we're also like, we're just watching this for movies. Yeah. And for TV's sake and stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm tired of watching people talk about the blip. I'm tired of pitching people being concerned and whatever about the blip. I'm tired of it affecting people. We're on to new things. There's a big fucking alien head that came out of the sky and grabbed people and took them <laughs> off somewhere. Why are we not talking about that shit right now? No, yeah, no, no. That, was a, <laughs> that was a little side article on a, a Blink It and You'll Miss It webpage in She-Hulk. <laughs> like, nobody's fucking talking about that. <laughs> um, I had like a whole, I wrote out a whole list of what I think has, has been the downturn of Marvel. And uh, because I've I've seen people, some people sit there and say, say, oh, it's this it's the downturn. Oh, it's this it's the downturn. Oh, it's Disney being woke. Oh, it's Disney bringing in, you know, what, like all these things or whatever. And like, I don't agree with what everybody's saying. But at the same time, like I hear them and I do. And anyways, I don't know. It's it's a whole, it's a, it'd be, I think it'd be good for us to talk about like later on in another podcast, whatever, because I don't have my notes with me. So, yeah, but, I don't, I don't like. Some of the stuff is just, I don't know, like, they they don't have any, like, no one's steering the ship, it seems. Like, Kevin Feige is supposed to, but it's supposedly an article today came out 
uh, I think it's on the direct.com. I was trying to credit them, but um, the director, Ali Salim, said that like Fur- uh, Fury, <laughs> Feige, uh, was the one who told him basically the end of the episode needs to be Super Scroll versus Super Scroll. And I was like, bro, what are you doing, Feige? Like, this was garbage. Um, <laughs> this is definitely, like I said, in my, like, word vomit at the beginning of this episode, <laughs> it was, this is one I'm definitely like, uh-oh, something's wrong. There's a hole in the ship. We're sinking. We're sinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do remember that being, like, one of my notes, is that, like, clearly there's something up with the hierarchy there as far as like Feige or whoever's supposed to be in charge but not in charge. Yeah. So, anyways. And uh, I have ideas of like a way you could fix it and I, I don't know if we can talk about it in this episode or another episode but anyway. um, Yeah. I guess episode five <laughs> or six, I mean. Alright. You ready to move on to six? Yeah. Six. Entitled Home. The finale to the series Rhodey tries to talk the president into bombing New Scrollos and starting a war, which, by the way, New Scrollos is a dumb name. Uh, Fury takes the vial to Gravik. Sonya and company show the president the truth. And, you know, we get the whole... the the, the I think the name reveal was just the biggest thing as far as all that goes. Like, all the names that are in that vial. Yeah, yeah. I My first note for this was, uh, Scrody is just a mustache-twirling villain at this point. Uh, like... <laughs> He should have. <laughs> I saw this on Reddit, and I agree. I, I can't claim up, but at this point, I'm surprised he didn't tie the president to like uh, some railroad tracks. Like <laughs> it's just yeah. so fucking badly written. Uh, yeah, the DNA. It's Ghost, Hulk, Valkyrie, Winter Soldier, Captain Marvel, the Chitauri, Corvus Glaive, <laughs> Cull Obsidian, Drax the Destroyer, Ebony Maw, Abomination, the Frost Beast. Gamora, Groot, uh, Korg, Mantis, the Outriders, which are those four armed creatures that were attacking Wakanda in Infinity War, uh, Proxima Midnight, Captain America, Black Panther, Thanos, and Thor. Captain America, Black Panther, Winter Soldier, and probably maybe the Asgardians. I'm like, that's just fucking redundant at this point. <laughs> like you are like <laughs> scrolls already are more powerful than us. Like what 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 do you get when you get Steve Rogers his sense of justice or the ability to boomerang a, a shield back? <laughs> like what I don't I don't understand why they needed all like ah, it's just weird. Well, it has been established per the first episode that they cannot jump far. So if they had Steve Rogers' powers, they'd be able to jump far. Ross would have made that jump then oh, if he okay. had Steve Rogers' powers. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. I'm just saying. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I had no idea where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Ghost and Abomination, those threw me off because I'm like, they weren't there. They And then, like, I was really surprised that they didn't throw a Tony Stark in there or a Pepper Pot or, uh, I don't know. Um, Why Pepper? Yeah, uh, just because Pepper was there. Oh, okay. I was like, so, like we can have ginger scrolls at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Some, yes. Um, we need more redheaded people. I'm just saying. Um, the 
yeah, I, like, Tony, I kind of agree because he's like the super genius. And he's not quote unquote super, but he's he's like super smart. Um, the ghost, like I said, it's got to be that he just put all the super people's power or DNA in that one vial. So he had ghost. Abomination was arrested in in damage control. So they got his DNA from there. Um, no, they were not in the fight uh, it in game, but that's probably where he got that DNA. Yeah, but I, I guess the whole thing is like talking about like how this is, this is supposed to be from the fight at the end. Like that's where I'm hung up on is that like why are we sitting there putting emphasis on the fight because everybody well, was there. He didn't say and you got the cleanup crew that went there. He said he cleaned up and he got the DNA from that fight, but I don't think he's right. saying that this specific vial contains only that blood. It's just this vial contains the blood of every super person that I have collected. Uh, no, see, I took it as like this was from like I I got this from that fight. Like that's where most like that's where this come from. Like, well, yeah, I think it that's is. What, where, to me, is that's how it's implied. Yeah, well, to, I think it's I think it's implied that like I said, it's it's just all the like the the blood was collected that day using graphics team, but that vial contains all the DNA that he has on like guys. stock, if you will. Well, they need to do it better because I didn't take it that way at all. Well, that's because the show is really badly written. <laughs> <laughs> do you think uh, like maybe um, Nick Fury got the idea from his counterpart and, you know, from Syndrome over there? Like where every, if everybody's super, nobody's super. <laughs> yeah, that, about, like, you talking about Frozo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so impressed that you know that Sam Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's Maybe. Great. Oh, I've dealt with a guy like this before. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think Gravik is dead? Yes. No, he was in the Barbie movie. Was he? Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, he actually is. Like, as Gravik? No. Okay. But <laughs> I was I was just like, like I, so he shows up there? to put myself in well, yeah, no, but like the yeah, just like I took my wife to see it today. The whole new MCU. And uh yeah, I know. <laughs> but, like, I took, universe. I took my wife to see it today and like we had just finished watching Marvel, like the the Secret Invasion, and <laughs> she leaned over me, she's like, Is that graphic? I was like, Yes, yes, that is. And she's like, Oh, I don't trust this anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> Sean Chi was in it too. Yeah, some, oh, some yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Gravik, or yes, I think Gravik's dead because <laughs> I think uh, what they are implying is when Tony killed the bald-headed um, extremist guy that almost took out uh, his limo place driver. in Tennessee? <laughs> yeah. What, oh, his, uh, happy. Thank you, happy. My, it's a bad day for me for memory. Um, <laughs> when he almost killed Happy, the the like bald guy that was always like smacking on yeah, his gum. Yeah, yeah. Remember how he used the unibeam or whatever from his chest, and he's like, you know, come back from that, you asshole, or whatever. That that's the same way he uh, Gravik was killed. Uh, is okay. A beam. So I I'm assuming they're implying that that's the only way to kill someone with extremists is to like blow a hole through their chest where their heart can't repair itself or something. Well, they got his tummy, not his heart. Yeah, I know. I like <laughs> personally a, a piece of it. 
Personally, if you cut off his goddamn head, he should not be able to regenerate. But that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Or at least have, you know, a baby body like Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the US versus all alien life on Earth. This this seems to be a problem. Like, I don't know. Especially yeah. with uh Captain America being next. Well no, Ms. Marvel's next map the Marvels is next. Yeah. And then Captain America Ooh. after that. Uh, <laughs> so like Carol Danvers, like really she's an Earthling. So I don't know what you, I don't know how you count that. Well, but uh, Thor, like, well, that, Korg, that, Meek, everybody this new Asgardian, new Asgard. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is oh my god, the president just declared war on Norway. Like, like all, <laughs> all of Norway is new Asgard now. <laughs> and I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. But uh, I think that's a that's a big mistake on the president's part. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Which, but they, like, how how is he? He sits there and says, "We know how to find you, and we're going to no, kill you all." It's like, how yeah. do you know? How do you know? Yeah, uh, shoot them. Which is the <laughs> which is the other thing? Like w- when there was a uh, when there was the whole standoff between Scrody and the president and Nick Fury and Sonya. And they're like, he's a scroll. I'm like, fucking prove it. Cut his finger off. Shoot yeah. him in the leg. Something like show that he's a scroll. Or I think it would have been cool if Nick Fury revealed he has a way of testing. Like he has something that can identify that they're a scroll. But yeah, no, I agree. Well, I mean, like, it's just like with it was what Sonya did before, where she just shot him in the hand or foot, whatever or leg, whatever it was. Yeah, shot that and guy. He turned in the, green. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean. I would have, like she you would have expected her to do something real quick like oh my gosh just shut up and let's get this over with like I would have thought she would have done something like that like just went ahead and shot yep Scrody got a big toe off yeah no that's too much her his hand was right there you could have just been like boom shoot <laughs> shoot a finger off and th- it turns green that's too loud you're on multiple floors the whole thing um <laughs> the but yeah, like, and I know why they did that, like, because Nick Fury even says the line, that's a one-term president thing, implying that this is how Thunderbolt Ross is going to be elected president next time around. It's probably going to be, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the president in this show. Um, uh, is it Ritson? Yes. Uh, yes. It's going to be like, he's running for president. It's like, Ritson couldn't even keep you protected from the scrolls. I can with my brand new shiny team called the Thunderbolts. Like, I can totally see them doing that. Um, well, he's supposed to be president in Captain America, isn't he? Yes. And that's before Thunderbolts. So yes. I guess we'll be introduced to Thunderbolts yes. in Captain America? Well, no, I'm not saying we do, but I'm, I'm making just oh. a joke that, like, eventually Thunderbolts are going to come from Ritson being oh, Ritson, yeah. Thunder uh, Thunderbolt Ross becoming president. Yes. he's probably going to say... Look, the Avengers couldn't keep you safe, but my team can. My team of yeah. predominantly super soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Um, when okay, so we talked, we we touched on this a little bit. When do y'all think Rhodey got picked up or be put in a pod? I don't I don't know. Like, I mean <laughs> when he when he changed. Iron Man 2? <laughs> I I I think they should have had the balls to do that. And when they went to the fracking pod, fucking Terrence Howard is sitting in there 
And it's like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> like, I think that would have been fucking great. <laughs> and like that scroll messed up on which one they were supposed to be cloning. Like, yeah, like whatever. At least, at least the way they looked. Yeah, like whatever you want to do. I, like, I don't even care about like, j- we can, I can suspend disbelief and just say like they're the same person. But I just think it would have been fucking great as like a, a, a really funny moment. I Like I said, I pretty much thought, are they establishing civil war? And the director has come out and said it's, it's during civil war because okay, like, you can go to that scene when he's in, um, in the MRI getting his like body scanned. He's wearing yeah. the exact same, uh, gown. So they took him then. I thought the, cause I saw an article about that too. And I thought the director was being wishy-washy about it. So, uh, that's why I'm asking, but yeah, I remember him writing, like, I remember it saying that, but then he made other comments afterwards that kind of made it sound wishy-washy or whatever, so. Yeah, I don't know if we read the same article, but anyway. So do you, so you think that was probably, okay, so that may have been why it was difficult for him to walk afterwards, too, because he never actually got the physical therapy and everything? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And he didn't have the braces or anything like that. Yeah, he never right. he never got the braces. So that's why he didn't wouldn't have them on right then and there is because he never received them. Which is yeah. a good setup for Armor Wars because now this roadie is going to be like, what did this scroll do while I was away? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a good setup, but at the same time, it's not. Because now, not only are we dealing with fucking blip shit, but we're also dealing with the fact that like we're having to go back to Endgame. Oh, I never got to see Tony. I never got to say goodbye to Tony. Tony died and I never got, you know, I was yeah. not there. I wasn't a part of it. Well, that's things like that. That's like, exactly what they'll do in that story is they <laughs> will have uh Rhodey be like, I'm doing this to preserve his memory because yeah. I never got to say goodbye. I guarantee you that's what, what armor wars will be about the, the, the crux of it all. And then on top of that, like, uh, Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, when shit, it's on the tip of my tongue. It has to do with Rhodey, though, and it has to do with, the, like, how he was acting with Nebula during Endgame. Do you go back and watch that scene when they're sitting there trying to get the Power Stone and see how he's interacting with Nebula and how he's, like, trying to, like, they're trying, he's trying to connect with her, essentially? Like, it kind of, I think it puts a new meaning to that scene now, knowing that he's more than likely a scroll in that point in time because, like, they're talking about the differences and not being enough and stuff like that. And how her father, you know, Thanos kept adding stuff to her because she was never good enough. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I made a part two or something like that. And they're, they're alluding to the legs or whatever the case is, but now thinking that he's a scroll at that point in time, way more. Yeah. So. It, to me, it just breaks, it breaks everything. Um, yeah, I, the way I think you could fix this and the way, honestly, you could fix a lot of the not okay uh, MCU, the idea I have for is just say they're fucking variant timelines and they get uh, pruned. Like, honestly, I want this to be... I, like, Loki season two, remember how they they had like a little small Easter egg of Agent Carter from like the Agent yeah. Carter show being hauled away in one of the offices? Yeah. I want to see this show get pruned in Loki season two and just be like, nope, that didn't happen. That was an alternate timeline. It was real bad. And we got rid of it. Like they dragging <laughs> Gravik in the background, kicking yeah. and screaming. Yeah, exactly. Something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, so when did Ross get picked up? I went back and looked to see if I could find him with that black sweater on, and I can't. No, like, he... the last time that we saw him was in the the paddy wagon, and Okoye frees him out, and he's got a red jumpsuit on. Before that, like, he was... I only know him from, like, the two Black Panther movies. Yeah. Outside of that, I don't. I haven't seen him anywhere else. He's in Civil War. That's it. Is he in Civil War? Yeah. He, he's the what one he talking with... Uh, he's the one talking with uh, Winter Soldier, like at the beginning of the movie. Oh, I need to go back and look then because Rhodey was taken at the same time. Yeah, I it yeah. probably. I I think it's just no one cares about Ross, so they're like, no one's gonna <laughs> look, true. no one's gonna ask. <laughs> that is true. Again, he's still a step above Rick Mason. So, <laughs> all right. As far as where we're going from here, I'm thinking. Sonya Falseworth needs to either start MI-13 or Excalibur, one or the other. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think it'll be Excalibur. My idea is we don't see or hear from them again. Um, when Fantastic Four comes out, you make, instead of having uh, the original Super Scroll, I can't remember his name. It's like Carl or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Carl? <laughs> Carl. Yeah. It's it's like K. Apo- you saw it. He was in... Um, uh, Annihilation Conquest. He was in that story. But anyway, uh, it's uh, like K apostrophe RL, I think, or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, instead of putting him in the show, just make it Gaia. And she's working with Sonya Falseworth. She's not necessarily like a villain, like doing evil things. It's just their sense of justice doesn't line up with whatever the Fantastic Four are doing. So they're at odds with one another. And this is how you have the Fantastic Four fight a Super Scroll. Uh. Uh, I mean, I get it because, like, seeing the fact that that would be cool to see, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, uh. yeah. I look, I ain't saying it's gold. I'm just saying I think it's better than what we're getting right now. Um, I do feel like they've painted themselves in the corner because it's, oh, yeah. you know, she was Sonya was like, oh, you know, our, our our ideologies don't line up with presence right now, so we want to help you help your people so that we can all live together on this earth. Yeah, I, I, it's like, oh, that's. Well, like, also, Fury left the world in a worse state for scrolls than when he was, like, if he did just fucking not even come down, it would have been better for them. <laughs> and I, I'm just like, God damn, this is a terrible ending. And then they reveal all the fracking pods at the end underneath that, like, bunker. And they're, and, you know, Sonya, like, uh, what is it? Amelia Clark is like, oh my God, and Sonya's like, this is how they were able to infiltrate. And we see like, whatever, thousands of fracking pods. It's such a poor edit and like this reveal, like what what are we supposed to do with that information with like the last 10 seconds of the movie uh, or the show, I mean? And now that I take it, it, like it wasn't even the last 10 seconds because we took like 10 minutes of that last uh, episode to just have Vara and Nick Fury talk with each other before they beam themselves up. It's it's real bad. like a bone. Yeah, whatever. I don't like, I don't fucking care. Good. He likes a scroll. That's fine. But I don't care for the, what was this story trying to tell us? Like, <laughs> it wasn't about the secret invasion. It was about fury. That's what this was. And it should have been, it should have been titled something different than secret invasion. Yes. And, yeah. uh, the Sonya stuff, like, I really don't think we'll see them ever again unless, cause they need to, Personally, they should have made it to where when Gravik activated it, they didn't quite perfect it yet, and that much power is too much power. 
So it's going to kill them and they have to fight to the death or whatever. She defeats Gravik and then she just dies because she has all the like whatever DNA inside of her. It would also set up for eventually when you get the other super scroll that has the Fantastic Four that like four powers is enough. It's not too much. It's not too little kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I think they said it to where like you can only use so many at one time or something like that. But also, you could have done it. You didn't even have to do it to where they died because, again, you got Amelia Clark and you're going to pay her however much money to stay on. And so you could have just done it to where they didn't perfect it to where it lasts. Yeah. Like there's what, a time period on it. Whatever. Like, like, to be honest with you, I, I don't care if Amelia Clark's in the MCU, especially after seeing this. Like, it's not that great like of, of a performance to me. Uh, it's better than Gravik, whoever that actor is. He was fucking terrible in the show. But anyway, <laughs> Kinsley. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. Kingsley Benadir, uh, terrible in this show. Um, but yeah, like just anything to where she's not the most powerful person in the MCU. Yeah. Like she's the fucking Goku now of this MCU. <laughs> like she's <laughs> broken the MCU. This entire series broke the MCU, <laughs> both past and future. <laughs> oh man, Jeremy, you've been quiet. I uh, well, I yeah, I just was was listening like. And trying to, because at the end, I didn't catch, didn't quite understand that that was um, all the little, uh, crap, I just forgot the name of it. Where all the people were. Pods? Yeah, the pods. I didn't, I didn't, just didn't think of that being where they kept all the people that they're impersonating. I I just, I was wondering what that was there at the end. But yeah, that makes sense. Because at the end of the line, they said, this is how our enemy became so, like, Powerful or understanding, yeah. or whatever it was. So, uh, yeah, that I didn't. I, I like Amelia Clark. Just I think she's a good actress. I, I kind of, I wish it, it would go further with her. Like I, I think she had would have a lot more to, to offer, um, than what they allowed her to do in this series, unfortunately. And, I mean, as far as what they're going to do with them. I, down the road, I have no idea or where this show is going. I have no idea. At the at the end, what the little beam that comes down is that just supposed to be part of Saber? Uh, yeah. Is there any is that supposed to be part of Saber? Sure. That's that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. He's going back up to Saber, just like that's the same beam that got brought him down. It has yeah. like gaming chairs in the background. I think those are yeah. like still Siri gaming chairs. <laughs> like you always see them. <laughs> So the real question that everybody has for you, Jeremy, is how were your feelings of Amelia Clark having Captain Marvel powers? I yeah, I was I was I was very torn on that one. She's technically more powerful powerful than than Carol now. Yeah, she is. Like honestly, just turn into to Thanos and Carol. Just use those two powers alone, and you've beaten everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no doubt about that. And I yeah. I, yeah, I was torn because I mean, I mean Amelia Clark, she she's, I mean, like like Richard has said, she's a little nugget, so she's cute and just um, everything. But yeah, my my heart will always belong to Brie Larson. So. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> she was almost on fire. I'm just saying, Amelia she was very close. You were wanting her to come out of a fire, yes. And when she was in her Super Marvel power, oh. she was almost on fire. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she really was. I thought you meant like in real life. I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, you reminded me one thing though, uh, uh, talking about that. They also, they establish 
in the final fight with Gravik and not Fury, um, that there's like this radiation, you gotta take iodine yeah. pills and stuff like that. But Rhodey, um, the like whatever, the dirty bomb guy, some yeah. other rando, and then uh Ross yep. are like in that facility. I'm like, Rhodey's gonna die of like radiation poisoning. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they made such an emphasis on iodine. And well, mm-hmm. so here's my question. Why did they keep them all alive? What was the point? Yeah. Supposedly they needed their memories, I think, is what it is. So, but like, do they not get them? Well, I thought once they're downloaded, they're downloaded. No, I don't think it is. I think those pods keep them in um like whatever stasis and then they like whatever. They use like a, a brain DVR and they like fast forward to the memory that they need. Because wasn't that what she was doing when she was trying to help Gravik in the the sub episode where the sub is, um, they needed the call sign or whatever to cancel the strike. Remember that episode? I know it's oh, been like yeah. a while. Right. She kind of zipped through it or whatever. And but... then she found it. And then like, I don't think they can just download it and have it forever. I think they have to, you know, whatever. So when she needed to know how to work the machine, though, to be a super scroll, she went over there and just touched the girl's forehead. Yeah. Well, and then she took off with the memories. What I keep saying, this is really bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. I have nothing else. What else do y'all got? What as far as like anything, anything about the episodes, where we're going, things like that? Y'all got anything? Yeah. No, that's about all I had, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really have much else. Okay. Cool. Well, y'all come back and join us next week as we're going to sit there and do a fan cast with possibly a special guest. We'll see what happens. So, in the meantime, Jeremy, where can they find you at? They can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And you can find me here. Awesome. Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, if you want to contact me directly, you can contact me via Twitter, Instagram, or Threads, or X now, I think is what Twitter... I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my handle is Night Curry. Night like day and night, and curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X or Twitter or whatever they're going by nowadays, you can check us out with Comically Comics with an X as well. Well, if they're calling it X, I guess that goes really well with it. I guess. Oh, that's why they changed their name. They saw us. It's because of us. It's because of us. They're like, that's so fucking ingenious. Why don't we just go with X? (laughs) Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Nobody gives a shit about burbs and their tweeting and all that other shit. It's the X. That's the end thing now. That's what the kids are doing. And so you know what the kids are doing. (laughs) You're welcome, everybody. We started that shit. Oh God. (laughs) Trendsetters over here. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank y'all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. Oh, that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. You're welcome. I wonder, try and get a nap. You seem a little grumpy.